Hello, everyone. We're back with another episode of LMS Cast. I'm Joshua Millage. I'm joined with Christopher Badgett. And today we're talking about something that's a little different. It's talking about the efficiency that e-learning brings to education. Uh, I think we're going to talk about some things that most of you won't think about either. So, Chris, what is one of the huge efficiency increases that you have with e-learning over traditional education? Absolutely. Well, I want to start it off with a quote or more, I should say, a statistic I found on a great website called elearningindustry.com. And they have a great article about the top 10 e-learning stats for 2014. But the stat is that e-learning is also eco-friendly. Recent studies conducted by Britain's Open University have found that e-learning consumes 90% less energy than traditional courses. The amount of CO2 emissions per student is also reduced by 85%. So I kind of want to talk about efficiency in general, but let's kick it off with talking about the environmental impact of e-learning versus traditional education. That sounds great. And this is, like I said, something that I hadn't even considered until you mentioned this uh, in our pre-chat is that it does make sense because we don't have driving emissions. We don't have a bunch of paper that we're using. Um, I mean, the, it, it's basically just the internet and you can stay at home. And, and it's it's an interesting advantage to e-learning that I don't think a lot of people are considering or talking about when we are in such a crucial point uh, in terms of climate change and whatnot where we need to be considering ways to reduce emissions. This is easy. I mean, this is not even difficult. And there's so many other efficiency advantages too in way of the way that it democratizes education, allowing professors to get paid more. I mean, there's just so many advantages. So I think the green one though is one that I didn't even consider and, uh, you know, surprising because I live in Santa Cruz. So (laughs) things like that should pop up on my radar, but that's really cool. I think it's really interesting. Absolutely. I, you know, you and I have been working in the internet world and internet business for a long time, but over, over time, it just continues to amaze me the scale and the possibilities of the internet. Cause really at the end of the day, it's not about the information that you can find on the internet. Right. It's about the connections. Right. And, and just the power of the internet. Conti- my respect continues to deepen about this interesting phenomenon we call the internet that nobody owns, but everybody uses and all these things. Right. When we, when we look at the green aspect, um, it's not e-learning is not necessarily 100% green. For example, if you have a website, that means you have web hosting, which is a computer that had to be built that's in a warehouse somewhere that requires power. But at the end of the day, like you mentioned, there's no real estate in the sense of like a classroom. There's not 30 people or 100 people or 30,000 people coming in cars to this building, uh, you know, and it's also just very efficient with time. So, you know, you can just open up your computer and start with your e-learning uh, experience. So it's just a, it's a really neat value add for doing the e-learning route. It's not that e-learning should 100% replace traditional education, but the environmental impacts are important to consider. And <clears throat> the, also the really positive side effect is just when you take away that real estate of the classroom, and you can truly do your e-learning with a global audience, it's, that is just amazing that you can reach so many people. Yeah, we've experienced that, not so much in the e-learning space, but just in terms of selling Lifter LMS. I mean, I've talked to people from all the way from Switzerland and Romania to Australia to Peru to, I mean, all over the place. And that's just, that, you know, that's something to support the e-learning 
industry, but at the same time, the impact that we've had, the, the, the relationships we've been able to form has been truly amazing. And we've seen that too with uh, clients that you've worked with in Africa and all over the place, their ability to reach across borders and make connections and change people's lives literally on the other side of the globe. It's pretty interesting. And you think about, yeah, you take that back to the environment. You're not flying a plane all the way across the globe to get there yeah. and saving all of that that money and also, you know, fuel costs, all, all the things that go along with that. It is truly uh, an amazing thing that happens. Um, and I think like with technology too, the loss that you receive with e-learning will, will start to change. And the loss, by, by what I mean by loss is like that human connection. Because with since the, the pipes, you know, the fiber optic cables, all that's getting faster. It allows us to do things like this, video chat. It's going to allow for more experiential type learning experiences to happen online. Um, same thing with engagement and being able to track how people are doing in courses and so forth. We're not going to have so much of that in-person loss that we would have had, you know, in the past few years. So it's, it's a great time, I think, to get online and to take advantage of some of these increases that are happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So Chris, what's another one that you, you that comes to mind when you're thinking about e-learning efficiencies? Well, I mean, we talked about the, la- the, the lack of a need for a commute, which is absolutely huge. The lack of a need for real estate or a structure to house that classroom, which of course you might still have if you're doing a blended learning situation where there is a lot of live interaction, which we talked about in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is just speed to market in, in terms of delivering your online course material. A teacher can be very efficient once they get comfortable with their computer and their technology, whether they're using video, uh, their writing, or their, um, you know, creating audios and, and, or creating slideshows and things like mm-hmm. that. It can be very efficient. If you think about the traditional teacher, which also ties into environmental impact, you know, there's like handouts that have to be copied and, and yeah. uh, all this like curriculum kind of overhead that has to happen. Whereas when you become really efficient as an e-learning professional, professional, uh, you've got all the tools at your fingertips and you have an idea, you can bring it into your classroom in a matter of moments or as long as it takes you to create that educational content. I like that. And the other one I thought about is personnel. Um, I think a lot of people who are building online courses and things, they don't think about the efficiency increases in combining their teaching with other people's teaching. So creating like a literal online university, Mm -hmm. which I think is really interesting. And, you know, I I watched my father go through uh, the the classic education system, university system. And it's like, if he wanted another job, we'd have to, as a family pack up and move our lives across the nation to take that job. You know, he was at one point looking at moving from Indiana to Idaho to take a, a position. And that's because there wasn't the talent needed in Idaho. So they were kind of importing that talent from elsewhere in the country. But with online education, you don't have to do that. Th- those people can stay where they're at and they can, you know, essentially import that talent or that expertise from all over the world. You've done that with Organic Life Guru from a gardening standpoint. You've, you said you had, you know, I think you said Costa Rica and all over the place. I mean, people yeah. participating, creating courses. I think that's a unique advantage. There's so many benefits to that. It's, it's now the knowledge isn't geolocated and, and trapped in one part of the globe, but can really be brought to anyone. The distribution power is, is there and, and it really doesn't cost much to distribute it, you know? 
So I think that's another thing too, is like, even as I think of courses that I want to create, there's a power in creating a, a bunch of different people teaching from different angles in that niche and creating kind of almost like a university around it, you know, um, be really interesting to, yeah, that's yeah. like, uh, uh, like I was talking about a deeper respect for the internet and having it not be about the information, but about the connections or the, it, you could even call it a web, just like the World Wide web. Right. It's a, if you're going to collaborate around a topic. Right. And like you say, build an online university, you don't have to get on a plane. You can pipe in a guest instructor on your course and have them teach a section on something where it's so efficient. All that person has to do is say, yes, maybe you're working out a financial profit share arrangement with them or not maybe Mm -hmm. they're just a guest speaker Mm -hmm. but they can come right into your classroom from their home office or wherever they are and deliver content very efficiently as opposed to getting on the plane yeah i think it's a fantastic opportunity and and one i hope people start to think about more because it just makes for more potent information more powerful information when you have multiple perspectives and angles especially like you know just in in terms of like what we do marketing like internet marketing in australia opposed to Europe, I mean, getting all of that information in one place would be really interesting, you know, to see the different approaches and what's similar and what's different, because that perspective is what makes education so powerful, you know, challenging your one perspective and giving you multiple perspectives. So, so easy to do in e-learning. And I love it. I love that aspect of it. So we're, we're coming down to the end of our, our LMS cast episode today. What, what is the final thought here, Chris? Oh, I just want to take it up a level and say if you're beyond like a traditional teacher or an educational entrepreneur and you're looking at e-learning more in terms of corporate training, uh, if you think about a major Fortune 100, 1,000, 10,000 corporation, perhaps you're in charge of their e-learning. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you have to fly a bunch of staff or a global company to a location or various locations on different continents for ongoing training that's required for the job or team building and whatnot, if you bring that online, uh, it can be very efficient, very cost effective for the company mm-hmm. and, and open up a lot of opportunities for, you know, corporate training, e-learning style at very efficient, much, much less cost there. And, uh, you know, I, I was reading a statistic like 25 percent of people leave their job because of the lack of opportunity for growth and yeah. continuing education that you can really attack that and do that in a very efficient way with e-learning. Yeah, I think that's a great, great point to end on. So, well, this has been more of a high level outlook on some advantages of the e-learning industry. And I think people can really take this and apply it to their own niche e-learning businesses or courses, whatever they're up to. I'd love to hear from you. I know Chris would too. If you can go to lmscast.com, you can click on this episode and leave us a comment. We would love to engage with you there, get your thoughts on what we're talking about. Maybe you could tell us some efficiency increases that you've seen that we haven't discussed today. Um, but we're really excited to see this community grow. There's a lot of people who are reaching out to us, and that just makes what we're doing here so much more fun. So check that out at lmscast.com. And until next time, we'll see you soon.